Hello and welcome to the Unofficial Controller Podcast, your weekly gaming podcast. Episode 44, Top 5 Game Protagonists. With me, George, and as always joined by Tom, Arthur Morgan, to my Blinks the Time Sweeper. <laughs> that guy. I remember him. How's it going? I'm doing very well, mate. How are you? I'm doing all right. Excellent. Shall we... Uh, the wave of new listeners <laughs> that have joined us off the back of the Gotham Gaming episode. Actually, yeah, it has been uh, really good this week. We've had a lot of new listeners chiming in and getting in touch. And new listeners that are all yeah, here for yeah. their claps. So there's they one are. for the collected masses. Uh, we're really glad we, well, you all enjoyed last week's show because we had some very good comments about it. Uh, we, thanks we enjoyed to, it. Thanks again to Tom from Gotham Games for making the duo a trio uh, for a week. Um, I thought that worked quite well. It was like Clamond. <laughs> There's it, one it, it for the top almost one goes. <laughs> Clamond, Harkson and May. <laughs> Clamond. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there you go. We'd be all right on Top Gear, wouldn't we? Yeah, Clamond, yeah. Harkson and May. There you go. They're the new team. Lovely stuff. It's the new um, host of the Unofficial Controller podcast. Well, let's give them a quick run through. Yeah. We normally present them with some really high-caliber news from the gaming world. Tom, this week, as an example, what we got? Uh, we've got a bit of Animal Crossing news. Well, I guess that's bonus news, because it slipped by James the Work Experience, it boy. It did, but don't you worry. Okay. Then the feature is our top five game protagonists, and we reached out to the community through the medium yeah. of Instagram. And we've got some really good comments. Yes, we have. High caliber. Then we slip into what's known as your favorite section of the show, Listener Stingray, where we look through the listeners' weekly gaming pickups, retro, new, geeky, whatever. We, at this point, don't care. We've even had a Stingray Corvette in there, and we've even had... An actual stingray. An actual fish stingray, <laughs> we have. Yeah. Uh, then we go, the real deal, the big man turns up, the real stingray, and he pops his boot. We pick a retro VHS, and we talk about this week's weekly highlights for the new releases. Yeah. And then the show ends when I say to you what you're hoping to play. But the show begins. Ozcat. Grip that wheel. Imagine if you didn't drive. You know, at school, when you say the biggest idiot in the world is just about to speak, and you're like, yeah, but just one question. Like, oh, <laughs> great. Yeah, you're that guy, are you? Right. So, um, Ozcat. Not Oddcat, because we're going back old school. Ozcat. Grip that wheel. Tom, what you been playing? This week, I've been uh, I picked up Dreams, downloaded that digitally uh, the last Friday after the podcast. Let me get me pillar. <coughs> yeah, you've heard probably heard enough about Dreams this week. <laughs> tell you? me everything. Let's pretend I've never heard about Dreams before. What are you going to tell me about it? You've brought notes, so you must be passionate. Not many notes, uh, just just to sort of guide me while talking about it. Um, it kicks off with a really very slick put together intro slash tutorial like gives you like the basics of the controls and very little big planet <clears throat> which i haven't played so to me their games are very fresh and never played a media molecule game before have you not played tear away no nope. no nope. that was on the vita was it and it was on they remade it for the ps4 as well ah. i thought you might have played that no no i haven't um you your cursor like your mouse cursor is uh, i think a little character called an imp 
um, and you can navigate that with the motion controls. Moving that around in like 3D space for the first few hours feels very complicated unless you you might find it quite natural but for me um, sort of art to me is drawing on a piece of paper um, it's like two like 2d flat you know what I mean like um, you having the, the whole 3d space to work in like you might put something somewhere and think that looks great and then you turn like 90 degrees and it looks bizarre it's like in the completely wrong position do you think with my off-air passion for legos i, I might think you would love it i'm very it. surprised you used to rave to me about this because it's so long in coming out it's taken them seven years to make when the ps4 came out it was talked about as like one of the big games that was coming from them it's taken this long i thought you'd have been there day one what is it that puts you off? I'll tell you the one thing holding me back from picking it up. Yeah. Lord Ponsilbury's up to your money. Oh, okay. But okay. to do so, All he's right. took mine down. <laughs> You'll have to get some more crumbs from the table. Won't I you? will have to. <laughs> well, if I eat the crumbs, then I can scrub food. Dippy egg and soldiers. Oh, well, <laughs> that's how we signify that the show is done. We better not go that. Go in too quick with that. No. Um, I always say no I'm, I need to stop that especially when talking about games that I've been playing in the week um <laughs> <laughs> anyway on with dreams so I've got reasonably way through the tutorial um they're really well done nicely narrated as well make it very simple to like learn different parts so I've done the sculpting um the animation the basic controls uh, after that I went and played did the dream surfing so you can make your own stuff or you can go look at what everyone else is doing mm. the only thing I'd say about going dream surfing is it's almost a bit overwhelming you kind of look at what you've made which me I made like a little tree and I was like oh that's pretty rubbish really <laughs> compared to what's out there do you get a trophy for uploading a creation of course you do boom i predicted this you didn't did, i you did. and do you, you get do. do you get a trophy for downloading a creation uh, i don't think well, you don't really download them i think you can favorite that I, I tend to thumbs up most of the stuff i look at because it's really impressive anyway bronze trophy you, for 10 I thumbs you up a little, uh, obviously you can make your own characters and people are making some fantastic stuff like there's actual characters that look legitimately just like they're uh, the actual official ones so Crash Bandicoot Sonic Mario some of them look a little ropey but uh, for the most part they look really good speaking of Sonic uh, today I saw Sonic Adventure Dreams Edition and I showed you this and I I could tell you were impressed no uh, let me tell you now I haven't seen anything come out of this yet that doesn't look like I mean when it's still it looks great but when it's in action it looks like a hokey cokey homemade game the character's limbs look gangly the way they interact with the surface on the Some ground of the movement is very iffy like i played the you know metal gear solid one where he comes out of the uh the war with his snorkel on and stuff yeah. and um, he does a little bit of stealth through some crates mm -hmm. there's, a, there's basically a remake of that but it's done with ps1 graphics mm -hmm. as well and i thought wow this is incredible it's like just playing it again but 
you lean against the wall and all of a sudden he becomes Mr. Stretch and Stretch Armstrong, arms everywhere, head in the container. And yeah, to me, yeah. it all looks like Mr. Soft, you know, the old tree ball mince advert. I feel it'll, yeah, I know the one you mean. <laughs> I feel, I feel um, it'll come into its own when they release the multiplayer where you'll be able to have a lot of people working on a project together. Because as I explained, just making like a tree or a building or... Uh, a, a small scene is, is very complex. You know what I challenge you to do? Yeah. I want you to build Farmerton in oh, this game. Oh, that's a great idea. As if you haven't done it already. Here's a plug for that Mario Maker level you made where you stingray, <laughs> right? Farmerton, bunker, all 40 levels down of the bunker. The grapes as is now because the wagon and horses got destroyed in the crash, plane crash. Yeah. Uh, do you think we should have like before we go into the actual main news, we should have Farmerton Village news and we talk about what's going on in the village. If any listeners fancy hearing that, let us know. Uh, if you want Farmerton news at the start, I think we should explain to new listeners that Farmerton's like the fictional village. Stop that we're it. Setting. It's not fictional, is it? Okay, it's factual. For the first, however, 20, 30 shows, you're like, no, don't break the fourth wall. And now every time you mention Farmerton, you say it's fictional. Hmm. Don't do this. You're a very naughty boy. Ponselbury, if you're not careful, he would eviscerate into thin air because he's not real. We can't have that because then okay. the show won't be funded. Well, that's weird, isn't it? You never thought about that. You make the, you make the shots. It's as real as you want it to be. Okay. So we'll move on to the Farmerton Village news. Tell me more about Dreams. Are you done? In closing. In if closing. You go, in closing. In fact, back in court again. let me remind you of a section you invented love leave all there maybe when I'm not I can't do that yet I'll do that next week okay it's way too big for that like I'm not even through the tutorials yet okay uh, but in closing if you're thinking of picking it up if you like Minecraft Mario Maker mm. um, Little Big Planet you're going to really enjoy this a lot it's ever growing community everyone seems pretty like friendly like there's no negative comments and nonsense flying around I ain't got on there yet <laughs> uh, you wait number one griefer I heard I'm the best fist the, fighter in the game do you know what the best thing I enjoyed about it you know what? the playstation music thing you can open where they've got like a recommended playlist for the week yeah I just randomly put some of that on I sat there just creating stuff and that was really fun it was really chilled out it's a great palate cleanser from like a fast-paced shooter like Call of Duty talking of music some of the fans in the uh, the Unglorious Bar Stewards forum that's been created have created a uh, Spotify playlist called yeah. the Official Unofficial Controller Podcast Album the, the Official Unofficial Controller Podcast Album ah you see I, I, I plugged it wrong I listened to it today. It's got Wonderwall on it, like all those classic 90s albums. <laughs> Compilation albums. I need to get myself Spotify to listen to that. You don't have Spotify? No. How do you listen to the show? Uh, just the podcast app. You have someone... Well, I just have someone listen to it for me. You have someone write it down and then re Mumsy reads the transcript to you at night time. <laughs> what else you been playing? That's and it, really, other than the usual, which will not. there's no point talking about. Uh, but no, it's been nice to actually play a new game, uh, playing Dreams. It's, like I say, it's an acquired taste, mm. but uh, I think for the price point as well, it's really worth it. 
If you like creating, you like art, you like mu- making music, you can make music on it as you well. You know I want a physical copy of it as well, don't you? I know, I really wish I had that, but... Oh, gosh. Well, I could have done, but I went and bought a voucher, didn't I? Never mind. Couldn't wait. Better ask, what have you been playing this week? Ah, well, Pinny Lugol's back, it's 2008. I've been playing Resistance Fall of Man, which is a... I think it was a Sony exclusive... I know it's a Sony exclusive shooter, uh, by Insomniac the makers Ooh. of uh, Ratchet and Clank but they've yeah. done this sort of you'd like it actually because it takes place in the UK you're an American soldier uh, fortunately unfortunately but it's based in the UK and you start off in York uh, oh so it's not just the only city in the UK in a video game is London no 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 and Ooh. again they've got some really great voice actors but the character that you play as I say unfortunately is American not because I poor shame on our cousins but because it was set in the UK they've got some good voice acting and it would have been quite cool to be one of those UK resistance fighters but mm. that's me I'm sure this old gangbuster numbers in America and they probably wanted to be um, American in the game so yeah. it won out and that's fair enough you, you're this guy you kind of in the first missions it's it's got vibes of Call of Duty 2 and 3 about it if you remember from the 360 PS3 era yes what we loved all the smoke and all that yeah and, yeah yeah Kick their asses back to the fatherland. <laughs> that trailer we watched about six million times. Yeah, um, there's all that going on, but it's actually taking place through an alien invasion, and you land in York and you liberate York, and well, you, you're trying to liberate York, but then you get infected by the Chimera, which then it sort of half mutates you. It gives you these powers that which explain away okay. first-person shooting mechanics yeah. and other bits, and makes you super tough and all that sort of nonsense. And uh, the next, the second level set. In Grimsby in Lincolnshire. <laughs> what? Seriously. Coastal in a, battle. In a fish canning factory. With a load factory. of cod No, the fish canning factory has been turned into the Chimera, uh, Chimera um, like breeding place. So this yeah. is where they expedite the transformation into a Chimera. And you go through there and you, you don't really do a lot really. You kind of break free because you've been captured and you get out and you fight your way through. And like I say, this... You're, you're kind of helping the UK resistance at this point and then the next level set in Nottingham even uh, better there you go and they're like why is that better than Lincolnshire Nottingham's better than Grimsby regardless no mate no surely not terrible football team but well we keep going and then I think the climax the, I think you, we're working towards a climax in London somewhere basically okay Yes. I do remember looking at that being a, a bit envious when uh, it came out. And um, it's yeah, not it, it, Graphically, it's not aged well. Was it not? Because it was quite the powerhouse, wasn't it? When and it I think, out? well, when it was at launch, it probably yeah. was. Yeah, but yeah. looking back through some of the other games in the PS3 back catalogue, like Bioshock, it doesn't look very good. Um, quick, uh, quick question about, obviously, Insomniac Games did Ratchet and Clank. Mm. they're rumoured to be working on a, a PS5 launch title which could be a new Ratchet and Clank that would be good do you think obviously because they are a fan of a launch game the Ratchet and Clank is um, I've I've watched um, I've seen you play that and it looks real good that's the one I don't think they had much to do with that one that came out and oh start. okay no right but the ones that I think they did the ones on the PS3 and they, they're yeah. really good uh huh um Anyway, I digress. There you yeah. go. I have been playing it a little bit because there's no dread because the graphics have aged. I am sort of charging through and uh, 
rifle butting the bad guys and then moving yeah. on to the next one one shot rifle but one shot rifle but I've been sort of steamrolling through it I don't I don't get the feeling they want to play you to play that way I've been doing the classic unofficial controller Benny Hill in here at times <laughs> and there's uh, I played this certain level there's a level in Manchester as well where you fight through into the cathedral and I just cakewalked through it and I was, yeah. I was researching it a bit for the show and for my own personal interest you know me I like to deep dive these things and uh, that level is one that's like renowned for being like full of um, atmosphere and dread <laughs> and I just sort of like pistol whip <laughs> boop, 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 straight through straight boom. through just cleaned up um, guilty of playing a bit more Yakuza 5 um, although uh -huh. I put resistance on because I wanted a break um, You're a bit yakuza out. I am a bit Yakuza'd out. You're Yakuza'd. I'm Yakuza'd. So we'll leave that there. A little bit more Nino Cooney. That game is so beautiful. It does look good. It's beautiful. And it it's so unoffensive to play as well. Yeah. The uh, And y you can just sit there and sort of grind away. And I've got to the point now where I can catch the little enemies that I fight. So it's, it yeah. literally has become that Pokemon clone that people mm -hmm. call it. Uh, and that's quite interesting you beat some into submission and they kind of like fall in love with you bizarrely right and then you've got a woman has joined my team and uh, she will play a harp and then you can like, train them to be your um, I forget what they're called now I was going to call them personas but that's a totally different game but your little <laughs> friends that they're called they, they yeah. come with you um, so I'm, I'm looking forward to mixing it up on there and getting some new there's, there's some cool ones that I've seen through the game to this point and I was thinking oh, I wish he was like my little friend um, um, what do you think is going to be the next big game you get like new game mm. over the coming months because it's obviously going to pick up in March well, what, what do you reckon you're going to get you put me on the spot now aren't you Last of Us 2 maybe the first one it's a bit of a way off in May but it's probably the biggest maybe the yeah or Final, mean, Final Fantasy 7 yeah I'd probably get that hmm. I think I might want to get that physical I don't know why oh yeah bit yeah, of a hoarder so. aren't they I think it's double disc apparently a uh, bit of news for quick news though is it's going to be 100 gigabyte apparently as well wow double yeah. disc 100 gigabytes yeah. Oof, that's chunky isn't it yeah and that's just like part one isn't it because they're breaking it down into parts. How are they going to get the second part out before the PS4s? Yeah, I was kind of thinking. It, well, it's, it'll probably be cross gen, but of course it yeah. will. Is I don't know about it. I've, I've actually, um, I was really looking forward to it, and then I'm looking at some of the footage I've seen. I'm like, is it going to feel really dated in its storytelling? Because people ramble on about it's one of the best stories ever in gaming. One of the best games. Ooh. I do wonder whether it's just going to feel a little bit old, even with a fresh sort of remake. I think with the remake that they're doing, it's a little bit Resident Evil 2 in the way they've gone about it. So yeah. I don't think you need to worry too much mm -hmm. from what I've seen. Yeah. Um, and the gameplay's been mixed up, so it's like your one... Was it 15? Yeah, yeah. yeah, so... Uh, I think it'd be fresh enough, and I think if they just flip a couple of things on the head, I mean, mm -hmm. they're playing it very careful when you get dressed up as Cloud, you cross-dressed for a section or two. Yeah, that you? was a bit like three minutes, like, what's going on here? It's like, is it a sort of... 
I wouldn't say comedy, but like, is there just bizarre Japanese stuff in it? Like, I that? think at the time it was bizarre Japanese, but now in the world that we live in, they're they're playing a bit of a different line with it, which is right, interesting okay. enough. Yeah, yeah. We'll see how that plays yeah. out, and uh, I'm sure that will uh, be a many Kotaku. Uh, I think probably from my perspective of never playing it before, having it in parts isn't going to be such a bad thing because if it gets to like a cliffhanger. I'll be really hyped and I'll I'll be really looking forward to the next one. Whereas, I think other people will be like, "Well, I know what happens." So, great. I That's why it. I think they've got to mix it up a little bit. And for as many people okay. that have played it, I think there's as many people that haven't. Yeah. To me, in my head, I have it like you're either an Ocarina of Time or a Final Fantasy VII. I think mm. the PlayStation and N64 were in quite a big battle then because you had Metal Gear Solid, Super Mario, Golden Eye. Final Fantasy 7 the big the big sort of um, titles on each console and I think you were one or the other to a certain point interesting mm. have we grounded out the what you've been playing section I think we have we better move we've on we've stomped that mud hole dry we have any Farmerton news Lionel the lawyer been up to anything Barry the cowboy builder what's he been doing Tony Ditley the man from Italy the landlord of the grapes Baz has been knocking up an extension but because of the is Baz the, the, is Baz the name you refer to as Barry the Cowboy Builder? Yeah. Okay. Bazza. Bazza. On first name terms with him. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's plumbed in a toilet because it's flooded. It's knackered. Who was the all, um, all his fresh tiles have floated off down the? I tell uh, you, one man what's who the, what's the river in Farmerton called? Hmm. You know, it should be on the tip of my tongue because we live here. I think it's called the Slews. <laughs> the River Slews. <laughs> the River Slews. Yeah. How do you feel about that? I think that's Adam the artist is drawing that right now <laughs> on the map. The River Slews. Spell I mean, it I'm how you want. My dreams creation. Yes, got to have water effects. Oh, you must have. Yeah. yeah. I was about to say the man who yes. booked the trend, Brian the mechanic. He died, didn't he, in the plane? Crash. He died, but in the law of Farmerton, his name should be Mike or Mark. Hmm. Mike the mechanic. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah, I see where you're going with that. <laughs> yeah, with our very uh, oh, preschool name. Did you see the uh, Farmerton News? PCSO Ross Kemp got an award for his bravery <laughs> on I Christmas Eve. I did see that, yeah. That was awesome. Wonderful. I wish we could do more with the law and just make it a bit more... I don't know. What do you want from it? I'd, everything. <laughs> just Everything. <laughs> But I should think a lot of people are listening to this going, what is this nonsense? Well, this nonsense, we're going to move on to some actual video game news. Yes, the news. We've scoured the very darkest regions of the internet to bring you the latest stories. First up, Tom. Get that bulb changed. Uh, Dying Light is celebrating its fifth anniversary. I like what you've done there. By introducing a number of new content updates and promotions. The open world zombie... RPG has steadily rolled out regular updates for half a decade since its launch in January 2015, quietly making it one of the best supported games of this generation. The uh, latest content package includes a story mode difficulty to help players both new and returning breeze through the campaign ahead of launch of Dying Light 2. The developer also says it has a month of in-game events planned between today and March the 19th, which will include Dying Light's first ever free-to-play weekend on Steam. Uh, starting tomorrow, fan favourite events will make comebacks in addition to a few surprises, say, t- say Techland. Uh, 
A new paid DLC pack is now available for all platforms too. The 5th anniversary bundle includes two melee weapons and a new shotgun. The pipe does 50 plus damage after 3 or more hits, while the shotgun is also souped up with 50% faster reloading. As well as increased damage size and bullet spread stemming from being able to unload both barrels at one for massive effect. Barry the Cowboy Builder got both barrels of that extension. I bet he did. The DLC will cost you two ninety nine or a local equivalent on your platform of choice. Mm. Very good. Very good. Well, next up, is it a bird? Is it a plane? No, it's a documentary about a game. <laughs> I think that rhymes. I, James has excelled himself today on the script. Tony Hawk's Pro Skater released in the late 90s and became an instant smash hit and cultural icon, spawning many sequels and spin-offs. Of course, these days, it's a bit of a different story, but not 20 years ago. Tony Hawk was just as much a video game legend as a skateboarding one. The story of how the first title was made will be told in a brand new documentary named Pretending I'm Superman. The documentary will debut at Mammoth Film Festival at the end of February. It sounds as though it will chart the story of how Hawk came to be involved with Activision's project. The history of skateboarding games and how the game transformed the sport. Memories of Tony Hawk. I tell you what, if you've got memories of Tony Hawk, you ought to go check out Oid Harvey Retro's uh, little video review of Tony Hawk's. It was really good. Yeah. His content is supreme. He also gave us a little shout-out on his Bioshock playthrough. Mm -hmm. He quoted me, the man who finishes games, as saying Bioshock 2 was the better game of the Bioshock trilogy. I would argue infinite, but that's just me. Yeah, but you just like shinier, newer things. Of course. The actual game mechanics of the game, 2 was the better game. Oh, I, I downloaded all three, and I started one, and it feels very... When you swing that wrench, it's just like... It feels very condemned from the yeah. Xbox 360 Yeah, launch. it does. <laughs> Definitely. Still a very impressive visually looking Do you game, like game documentaries, Tom? Um, I watched the God of War one um, they put out on YouTube, which was really good. How to I be d- a father. No, I don't, I don't... I can't remember what it was called. It was just following the team and how That was me it. being edgy. Okay. Do you like that? Father Simulator. Mm. Father of War. Um, <laughs> yeah, sometimes I watch stuff like that, yeah. Definitely. If it's something that really interests me. Mm. I, w- I remember watching the little shorts they put out on YouTube as well from Nintendo about Breath of the Wild. They were quite interesting. It's always interesting to see how it's made, but also it can take away some of the Takes the, the magic, magic away. Yeah, yeah definitely. You don't want to know. You don't want to see how the strings hold <laughs> yeah. up the scenery, do you? <laughs> Next, oh, shall I take this? Shall I lead him yeah, with this last bit? Yeah, you better take this one, aren't you? I tell you what, all our Xbox listeners, all of a sudden they can get on the train, can't they? Because guess what? It wouldn't be the news without a little bit of Kiryu. Xbox Games Pass is adding eight more games on Xbox One and PC, including some beloved titles like Yakuza Zero and Kingdom Hearts Three. In fact, you can now play through the entire Kingdom Hearts series on Xbox One. 1.5 and 2.5 HD Remix and HD 2.8 Final Chapter Prologue are available on the Microsoft Store, which composed the full saga Kingdom Hearts 3 on Game Pass. So That's you can play Yakuza 0 on the Xbox? You can now. Wow. Do you think we'll see the whole series on there? Now? I think you will. I think the exclusivity of my favourite game series run its course. has run its course. Well, it's time for a little bit of bonus news 
I always do it differently just to annoy you. Bonus news. New listener. It's not even hard. <laughs> it is for me. That's like Lord Ponsalbury. That's something I overheard a conversation that Mumsy was saying about Lord Ponsalbury on the phone to Mavis from the village earlier. Another new character. Getting mm. the law book out. Getting it in there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A little bit controversial. <laughs> Don't know what she was talking about. No need to worry. No need for anyone to worry. Well, a bit of bonus news. Mm. Uh, Nintendo put on Animal Crossing Direct this week. Ooh. It's going to be their first big title of um, this. Of is this bonus year. news, isn't it? Yeah. Um, it was a 25 minute long um, direct. If you're really interested in Animal Crossing, I'd probably say go check out the whole direct so you can get all the information on it. Um, a lot was discussed about cloud saves and stuff because it can be a big thing spending hours and hours on that. I I think they're like an island this time around. Okay. So there's been a big hoo-ha of like, are there going to be cloud saves and not? But I think they are coming in the future and you're going to be able to transfer save files and you are going to be able to have um, eight different islands per Switch console. So, in in theory, if you want to layman's terms, eight different save files. Has he got a shipwreck vibe? Is that what it is? I don't think so. This time, it's like an it's called like Island Getaway. Um, uh, right. And that comes from that l- little raccoon. I guy. have to confess, there's not a lot of interest in me for that. I think I've got it or had it on the GameCube. I had the I've one. Got on it or 3DS had it on the Wii? Because obviously, the one came out on the 3DS and everyone was raving about it, and I was like, oh, Animal Crossing, it's a Nintendo first party. Probably should check it out and see what it's all about, but it's a bit like um, Harvest Moon, Stardew Valley, that sort of vibe. Mm, it's more like The Sims. No, no, it's not. It, it when you're playing it, no, it's no. They're definitely more like Harvest Moon. Okay. Not so much the farming aspect, but just the general feel of it. I, that's what I compare it to. Okay. Um, I don't I don't it comes out the same day as Doom Eternal and I do like to try and get the first part in Nintendo games but shelling out like eighty to a hundred pounds for both is I, I know which I'd choose which would be Doom. Oh a little bit of interesting news. It's James the Work Experience uh, birthday this week. Is it? Yeah. And he uh Mumsy treated yeah. him to uh Pokemon Shield. Shield, that's the one I'd have gone for. That's what he thought, yeah. Because yeah. everyone else has got sword, you see. Oh. Well, if you think about it, it's the one you go with Pokemon Sword and Shield, here, sword, boom, dim, beep, beep, beep. So has this hey, caused you're out it the door. to be a little less than a Fortnite machine, or? He seems to be absorbed into it. That's good. And I've been watching it, I thought it looks good. Well, as Tom from Gotham Games explained last week, mm. Pokemon never went away. No. Did you, you being the rabid Switch owner, Nintendo first party uh, yeah. slathering dog that you are, you got that game? I haven't, no. It never... It just didn't feel like a bit... I remember watching... It's everything you want it to be. It, I don't know if it is. It's everything you want it to be. I remember sitting down, like, hyped for the trailer, thinking we're going to get, like, Breath of the Wild-sized world with, like... Just well, that's not Pokemon, not. though, is it? I know it's not, but they move at a snail's pace, like, the, of how they change stuff. It's a good game. Oh yeah, I don't deny it. it's probably a very good game. It's a very good game. Um, and yeah, I'd probably pick it up to add to the collection at some point. But yeah, I I don't know. 
obviously we had the Animal Crossing Direct this week. There's very, very strong rumours that's freed up now to allow a full Nintendo Direct next week focusing on everything else they're going to have coming out for the first six months of the year, which is how they've usually done it. Usually it's done before now, but they have been known to leave it a little bit later. I don't think they're just going to not have one before E3 because they've got no roadmap really of what's coming out and people want to know you've got a nice shiny new Switch for Christmas you're like oh what's coming out mm. I don't want to see loads of Wii U remasters but I'm sure we'll see a few um, got a doff my cap that Fire Emblem's got me very is it Fire Emblem? Astral Three. Chain has Astral got me Chain. very interested I showed you a bit of that didn't that you? Does yeah. now I think that potentially could come to PS4 anyway and Xbox and Xbox yeah more than likely that'll be uh, interesting it's, it's a Platinum Games uh, Platinum Games rumoured to be making an announcement next week as well which could tie in with a direct and be a sort of Bayonetta 3 thing but who knows they've basically got four big reveals haven't they they've done this like Astral Chain multi-format could that possibly, be one of them possibly yeah it could be yeah definitely well enough of that hokey cokey Animal Crossing news Tom question is this is the question everyone's waiting to know off the back of the news did we miss anything did we miss the stealth drop of the Dreamcast 3000? Everyone's playing it tonight, playing Shenmue 4 to Chapter 5, telling us how amazing it is. Uh, if we did miss the stealth drop of the Dreamcast, I forgot what I called it, 3000, how are they going to get in touch with us and let us know that we're idiots? Well, hopefully you won't let us know we're idiots, but I'm sure some of you will. <laughs> uh, you can reach us in mostly... Instagram direct message is where we get most of our feedback. Um, you can also do the same on Twitter with a direct message, but you can also email us at questions at unofficialcontrollerpodcast.com. Hmm, okay. So please do. Well, as we've said many times, Lord Ponsilbury remortgaged the big house in the village for that bigger boy's email address. We want some feedback on there. We do. Lots more than we get. I want to see, I want to go to the bunker door. And Pete the Postman, no, he's Pete the Plumber, your real dad. Paul the Postman, great big sack full of mail. Because that's how emails get delivered to the village. I thought the postman around there was called Pat. Straight don't mm, suddenly now you owe the BBC four grand. <laughs> Why'd you have to do this? Well, that was my wages for the month gone. I'm not getting dreams now, am I? A part-time lawyer like myself could easily handle that based on retro versus modern you'd end up making me give the BBC <laughs> 10 grand <laughs> <laughs> feeling like a job was well done yeah if you want to hear a courtroom battle between me and George with uh, a retro versus modern court case then go take a listen it's uh, been a very popular episode hasn't it mate they love that one don't yeah. they so uh, yeah go check it out and a little cast, bit more cast your judgement on there the comments are still open maybe for a comeback for modern gaming well, you know. Who knows? If you keep plying Mumsy with that cheap liquor that you keep getting, <laughs> that uh, slow gin that you get from uh, Slow Gin Jean. Slow Gin Jean? Slow Gin Jean. Gin Jeaning. She ain't got a license to sell uh, liquor, but she still sells that stuff anyway. And I tell you what, I don't know if it's made with screen wash or <laughs> meths. Strong stuff. Oof. I went blind for two days off the back of that. Was that you, you weren't drinking that on the Christmas special, were you, though? Well, I think that's what uh, 
It's probably what was in there. What was the landlord of the wagon called before he John. met his... John. John. <laughs> John. The wagon. John. A 15th century coaching in, flattened by a Russian jet engine from a hokey-cokey airline. And then up pops Tony Ditley, the man from Italy. He uses a little bit of the old brick, turns it into a nice lardy-dar, like all the villagers are getting now. They're getting these lardy-dar wine bars. Yeah. Have you been in the grapes since he's opened it for a one of those you get like a a slate a grey slate with loads of parma ham on it and you get like a glass of wine and there's some olives and that was a good I'm stuff. a man of culture I've been down there for a glass of red with, with with retro gamer Thomas how does he drink through his face mask is, mask? is it a it straw? A straw yeah yeah of course <laughs> Is it he a has bit it out of a pint glass in a straw. Is it a bit Classic. awkward that PCSO Ross Kemp has just stood silent, arms folded behind him? He's just—he's like a personal bodyguard. Do you ever speak to him? No. His name's mud with me after he stitched milks. He got offered a million quid to go to ITV. Right. And I asked the same for like the panto work, and he just had no way. <laughs> Even with you all in drag. Dressed up, giving it the full twanky. Yeah, not it, interested. Nothing. Nope. Can't imagine why. Yeah. You do the. You do. They do know. They do know that you do the sound over, aka the voiceover, <laughs> for Iceland, don't they? I don't know. Yeah, if they do. We're rambling anyway. We better move on. Well, before we move on, we'll just do a call to arms, please. Um, any new listeners? No, wait. No, 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 no. (laughs) You had another new character, didn't you? That's never, ever coming out. No, look, it was on the cutting room floor. That's where it belonged. No, the fans are like, oh, what's this? Another new character. Who could it be? (laughs) Now, Tom, the hater of the law, championed a new character. Now, we had a mate. Tom, Tom had a guy. He had a guy in the village, the leader of the Unglorious Bar Stewards, called Major Tom. Now, he, he took a nosedive in the Christmas special, defending the fam- the, the the peoples of Farmerton, didn't he? he? He died in glory. In glorious honour. but And bravery. Stripped to the waist like PCSO Ross Kemp. It wasn't necessary, but he did it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> now, <laughs> you decided that Major Tom survived. As some sort of strange cyborg creature. Now, I don't know whether I'd left to kick the creosote in over, Tom, or whether this actually happened, but you decided it was going to be called Major Com for communications, and you were going to yeah. come in, or he was going to come in, <laughs> with a robot voice. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. <laughs> and do a call to arms. Definitely not happening. It's not happening. Maybe next week. Okay. Maybe if we get you some of that expensive Suntory Fan- Japanese yeah, whiskey, definitely. get you half happen. a bottle in you. Major Com will make a, a full appearance. <laughs> <laughs> if he's not getting wheeled out, who's getting wheeled out? Because no the, one, I'll just do the call to arms. He's going to do it yourself. Yeah. I'm just sending a shout out. To I you. had a character, didn't I, called Fagin Ray. You do a shout out then as Fagin, not shout out. Call to arms as Fagin Ray. Well, we need to get him though, don't we? So I'll just go over here. In you come, Fagin. Now, you got to be careful with Fagin Ray. The law with Fagin Ray is that he is like a stingray from the 19th century. No, no, it's, it's deeper than that now. Is it? Yeah, get your Charles Dickens book out. It's a bit deeper than that. Fagin Ray, 
Fagan Ray is a second cousin of Stingray. <laughs> but he's so illicit, Stingray don't want anything to do with him. Because if you leave something sloping on a desk, he'll have it away. Okay. Fagan Ray will nick out. He's a, bit of a, he's a bit Deep, of a scoundrel. Sticky fingers. Now, hopefully he don't come in here and steal listeners for another Hokey Cokey podcast. I'll get him in. Come on, Fagan. Hello, George. Are you all right? I'm all right, Fagan. Yes. Now, Fagan, meet Tom. Hello, Tom. Hello, Fagan Ray. Can I have your app? <laughs> you can. Brilliant. I'll bring it Please back. I Now, I want you listeners, right? And what I want you to do, I want you to follow the unofficial controller podcast. Now, what, what do we want them to do, boys? Well, Fagan, what? What do we want them to do, Tom? What are we going to ask Fagan to ask? I want them to target the new listeners. So I want the new listeners to new share. New listeners, sir. Yes. Share the profile, the Instagram page. Just please, please, please help us reach more people via Instagram. Have you got that, Fagan, Ray? I think so, yeah. Okay. Why is he always followed around by a group of small boys? Oof. No, don't bring that up. Okay. Don't bring that up. Okay. That's the one thing no one mentions about Fagan Ray. Okay. That because you, you think you might be doing the thievery. It's a little bit darker than that. Oh dear. Don't bring up the boys. Don't mention the boys, sir. No. PCSA Ross Kemp don't like me looking at the boys. <laughs> <laughs> don't bring that up. Never since Gollum's dual battle with himself have I seen such a great display of acting as I just saw them well you being the best method actor in the business that's a, that's a high compliment for Fagan Ray no problem and through we didn't, he didn't even have to do it because like a, a shout out on local radio can I have a shout out from a cousin you just did it <laughs> off love it through the medium of Fagan Ray you did the shout out so you want them to do whatever they can to further the show Go Podchase, leave a review, like everyone's reviews that's on there. If you haven't left a review on iTunes, go on and leave a review. I still, my side's still split at Mr. Mystery's review. I think that's still the best review on there. If that's still the best review on there by June, Mr. Mystery might get one of George's special boxes. So there is a reason to send yourself to iTunes. Do a like, a review. Five stars, don't do anything less. Be brutal in the comments, but leave us yeah, five stars, yeah. please. Uh, I think that's probably a good bag, don't you? Very good bag. Now, we found ourselves... Fagan... <laughs> Fagan race took me pen. Has he? Uh, what I used to mark off the script as we go. Anyway, I'll have to do it with pencil. I thought that was the highlighter you used to highlight bits of the script where you are going to edit in some very flashy audio. Well, since your pay rise the listeners will notice oh, no, there's been no audio. sound effects has no. there um, never mind here we money are. well spent the top five gaming protagonists feature so it's that time for us to cast our eye over the leading men and women in video games to take our time to talk about the heroes and heroines of the game genre who captured our hearts who did we go on voyages of discovery with not only in game but as people most of the time we stare at these people's backs yet still we hold them dear and form lifelong bonds with the ones that took at our hearts either through nostalgia or a great script and setup. As always, we reached out to our listeners and they came back with, as always, great responses, which we have incorporated into the feature. What's wrong, Tom? Fagan Ray stolen your microphone? 
He has. He's stolen the nut which holds the microphone level. That's better. I told you to take out, didn't I? You did. Um, well, I want to swap the first one because that would be my last one. If I had to choose a number one, that would be it. So I'll save that for the end. And I'll swap it for one of my other ones. Your best ever work you want to you want to finish off with, do you? If you consider that my best ever work, I better get out of here. But thank you very much. Okay. Uh, we'll kick off... Uh, one of my picks was Dante from Devil May Cry series. Well, i tell you what. Why don't we do it in order, then? And then we don't get confused. Because Fagin Ray stole on my highlighter. Finster Gamer, first listener to get in touch. Okay. He says... Okay. <laughs> he says... Good old Finster Gamer. One of the loyal and glorious. Uh, and if you dedicate yourself to the show, you can be incorporated into the Inglorious Bastards as well. There's a little VIP area for them nowadays, isn't there? there? Is. If you want to make yourself known to us, maybe go on a post and say, I'm an Unglorious. Maybe get yourself some artwork. You've got to prove it. Yeah, you've got to get prove it. Get on iTunes. Get on stars. iTunes. Five stars. Give it the full rammel. You'll get a picture by Adam the Artist. You'll get inclusion in a VIP area for the very VIP of all the VIPs. You get to choose Don't. a track to go on the... That's how you get to add a track. Yeah. You have to get in the VIP area, and then you can get in there and you can add music to the official, unofficial, unofficial controller podcast theme sound. Tom, what is it? Fagan Ray Stolen Ellipse. It's the official, unofficial controller podcast <laughs> playlist. <laughs> of course it is. Anyway, Finster game, one of the loyal and glorious bar stewards. Private Finster. It's a tough choice. But here are my top three in no particular order. One, Chris Redfield, favourite character from one of my favourite game series, plus he punched that boulder that time. <laughs> <laughs> Two, Ezio Auditier. Auditier oh. Sorry, Finster Gamer. I've got into the habit. Ezio Auditier. Oh, well, look at... Oh, now I'm starting to wonder if Tony Ditley, the man from Italy, is your real father, because he's got a bouffant as well. <laughs> it was great to see him grow into the suave, worldly legend that he became. Three. Uh, bit of an easy pick, this one. Arthur Morgan, the deepest, most tragic character of recent times. Go away. Can't remember the last time I was so emotionally invested in a character as Arthur. You want to put that first page to one side? Uh, he also goes on here. Oh, no. Next. Boba Loba. He's a loyal member of the Unglorious as well. Bottom of the sheet, says Boba Loba. James' oh, work I experience see. got I carried see. away on his I birthday. See. He had too much panda pop. He did. And he, What's uh, Boba Loba got to say? He says, Marcus Phoenix, Gears is my favourite gaming franchise. And Marcus Phoenix was such a cool, badass character. I was immediately hooked. Voiced by Jean DiMaggio, Futurama, Bender 2. That's a voice you can't unhear. One you, once you learn that having said that it was a dumb storyline that really grabbed me especially in Gears 3 can we have a best supporting protagonist character hmm maybe, maybe for the future do you know what this show keeps going with that desperate for content then we'll be doing the best supporting 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 character in a video game <laughs> he goes on to say Master Chief is a no brainer too relentless heroic mysterious and generally awesome such an iconic character recognisable to basically anyone that plays video games True words from both Finster and the mighty Bobaloba there. Sad times in the Bobaloba household. We must just take a moment because one of their beloved pets passed away this week. Yeah, sorry to hear that, Bobaloba. Yes. Thoughts with you. Looks like Tom. New. No. 
listener. Now, this young lady sounds like someone of class and elegance, Daisy Newton. I love Sora from Kingdom Hearts, she says. He looks awesome for a PS2 game. He's cool with the Keyblade. I love playing Kingdom Hearts. I've completed one, and me and my dad are on to two. Green heart emoji. Yeah, he's very stylish, isn't he, Sora? Sora, very cool yeah. character. Keyblade. Nice to see a reference to the Kingdom Hearts in there. We love a bit of... Ki- oh, I love a bit of Kingdom Hearts. I don't know about you, but... I do. But considering I've only played the one on the 3DS, I really should get the whole collection. Play it through. You should, actually, because that's... Yeah. Uh, it's right on my street. Good value. Yeah. Much like your they're, Iceland... They're, they're doing a Do you do Iceland or do you do farm foods? Both. I do farmerton <laughs> foods. This is a law-heavy show. New listeners going to be like, what? What? W- I've come off, off from games, which felt like a real professional interview, and now I'm sat in this yeah. Archers meets Emmerdale. We have odd episodes like this, don't we, where we, we get a bit law carried away. Every once in a while, the law takes the stage. So, we're going to come over to one of my picks for gaming protagonist. Mm-hmm. And it's Dante from the Devil May Cry series. Well, what's he all about? Dante dived onto our screens with the very first Devil May Cry all those years ago in 2001. He immediately showed that the new Millennium's action hero was going to be badass, overconfident and stylish. The Demon Hunter ooze smoking sick style from his trademark red leather jacket to his silver white hair. This was character design done right. And his selection of weapons only cemented him as a future legendary protagonist. Dual pistols, ebony and ivory and trusted sword rebellion have seen him slay through enemies for the past 19 years. And with last year's Devil May Cry 5, looks like he isn't slowing down anytime soon. A little fact, one of the game designers, Hideki Kayama, who worked on Devil May Cry, said Dante took influence from a character, the character Cobra of acclaimed manga and anime series, Space Adventure Cobra. Whew. Tom. Yeah. You had my fact book it this week, didn't I you? I did, yeah. That's, uh, <coughs> do you know what I'm going to... Do you know what I might do? I've not seen that anime, but... Um, I haven't wheeled the PS2 out in a little while. I might... Uh, you should play 5. Don't so be dumb. good. Oh, you should watch Godfather 3. <laughs> like, I want to pl- I want to watch 1 and 2 first. Uh, I thought you'd finished 1. I kept starting I haven't played it. 2. I've played... No, so I've done 1 and 2, not played 3, played 4 and 5. So apparently I've left the best one out. What's wrong with it? According to some. Okay, well... Moving on, we got another uh, loyal fan of the show, and uh, oil, all oil, all loyal fans get incorporated into the law of the show themselves. So you want to get incorporated in the law, get involved in the conversation. This is Retro Gamer Thomas. Now this man is better known as the cannibal stroke console serial killer of gaming hardware. If you have him round for a gaming session, don't be surprised if he starts nibbling on your 3DO. He says, Nathan Drake is... This is a good pick, this is. For a story game, this is a good game. Nathan Drake is my favourite. Really fell in love with the Uncharted series and as a special treat, Don's got me... That's Donna, the more Donna, I know you're listening. You've just poured him a craft ale. You're giving him a back massage. I hope you're well. I hope the new job's working out. Don has got me this special collected edition of Thief's End. Lucky monkey. As a kid, it was, uh, as a kid it was, and to some extent still is Sonic. Had the first game on my, on my Mega Drive, and the speed of him amazed me. Plus, when you left him, still he tapped his foot <laughs> and gave me the same look Donna does when I'm late back from the pub. <laughs> you naughty scoundrel. 
blame PCSO Ross Kemp for not wheeling you back quick enough. The fantastic nostalgic memories the podcast brings to me. Awesome. No problem. We love you, Retro Gamer Thomas. We do. To be honest, if if you ever come up Farmerton Way, I'll let you gorge on a, a small tub of Mega Drive pads. How's that sound? I think he'll be very uh, keen to do that. Well, this guy's gone in deep, hasn't he? He's, he started out as a new listener, and he's just thrown himself into the uh, unglorious bar. He's in the, he's in the VIP, VIP area. area. Uh, Mr. Pumpkin666, my favourite game and protagonist has got to be myself. In any game where I can create myself, an NPC say my name, that's a win for me, because it feels like I saved the world or I stopped the bad guy. He's a man after your heart, Tom, isn't he? He is. Me, me. Egomania. <laughs> Uh, oh, look out. Park your jaw for one moment. Thank you, Mr. Pumpkin, for uh, commenting in this week. It's the new listener, Sock the Sock Warrior. Welcome to the Keep community, Sock Warrior. Commander Shepard, Mass Effect Revan, Knights of the Old Republic. Yeah, great choices from Bioware's uh, very good RPGs there. Commander Shepard. Now, I find it wrong if anyone creates him than anything. Than default. Than, than default. My mm, play default. Like, I've watched clips on YouTube like, who's that? That's not Commander Shepard. Who is this guy? Who is that guy or girl? Um, yeah, oh, yeah I forgot he could play character. through as well. Yeah, yeah. I should have played through as a. Mm, I'm already through as default Shepard, though. <laughs> You Do you know what annoys When you've done real Shepard, you can't go back. Okay, well, that's, that's true. He is awesome. He's a bit boy scout isn't he he's very much like he's a bit of a superman i think if if life was a video game i think i'm just the default character because i ain't got the patience okay for the goal of the creating and stuff and i've put yeah <laughs> and then i've added points like 500 on speech craft and charm and then the rest of it i've just left at zero be fine uh, yes i am um, now apologies if you're not a new listener but we think you might be uh, new listener rye underscore s dot t dot a dot r dot s stars you probably met know him as rye stars he says uh, well, why don't you do this one Tom you're the voice uh, of Farmerton Foods why don't you read something yeah out? I can do this in the, nec the next one of my picks as well okay jumping in I honestly couldn't pick one I'd say Solid Snake Big Boss from Metal Gear Solid he was probably the first hero character I remember from gaming uh, as a kid Plus, David Hayter just brought him to life and gave him personality. Yeah, I think he did nail the voice mm -hmm. really well. Um, I like how. But it question. Yeah. Then it's Kiefer Sutherland. Why? The two characters are different. They're different people. But I've played. I believe. Well. Because it's Big Boss. And who, who is not that? Solid Snake? Right. But I think in some of the older games. He did voice Big Boss as well, but now it's obviously, yeah, I think they wanted to change that because he is a different character, right? Because you got Solid and yeah, Liquid. but he's a clone. You got Solid and Liquid, and then Big Boss was like, I think there. I really should remember the story, but it's so complicated. You've got a book. I have. I've got a really good book, which is basically just the story of it. Is that? It's it's, good book, it, it's starting to seem to me like that book's more of something to keep your games in the upright position on the bookshelf <laughs> rather than something you've actually read. Yeah, one of them fancy 
wants to look like you know a lot about games. <laughs> um, he moves on to say Lara Croft has to be in there as well, just iconic through and through. Uh, bonafide national treasure, LucasAid model, toured with you two, and also inspiration for a limited edition Land Rover. How many fictional video game characters can uh, can say that? But most recently, it's been Kiryu Kazama. You see. I've brought this guy to the oh, show. Of course, me. Of course. I'm stealing your lines for a change. It was me. No one pulls off a white suit and nails karaoke quite like him. Plus, he can remove his shirt and jacket in one swift. He can. Have Imagine you ever noticed that? They grip the top left hand side of their jacket <laughs> and shirt combo, and one pull rips it clean off their body to expose that tattoo. Paul Hogan style. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, the next one of my picks is. Let's talk about that. Lara Croft, good pick. Pretty solid. Forgot yeah, that she'd yeah. been the LucasAid model and also been the yeah. inspiration for a limited edition Land Rover. That was from the film, wasn't it? I think so. I think, yeah. Uh, yeah and Kiryu Kazuma's always going to get a pop from me, isn't it? Cheap pop from of me. Of course. Yakuza. Pop. He knows how to please the, the main man of the show, doesn't If he'd have managed to squeeze in their PSP UMD, <laughs> I'd, have got, I'd have slid in Rise Star's DMs. <laughs> no doubt you would. Who's your pick? Who's your next gaming hero? Link. The Legend of Zelda series. Ooh. What can be said about this truly legendary hero uh, that's not been discussed already for years? But one who doesn't speak is such an iconic Nintendo character, making up what we dubbed the Holy Ninty Trinity of Mario, Samus and Link himself. I don't think I could have said that. No? Holy Ninty Trinity. Oh, I did. Okay. I you normally would have... Yeah, I'd have stumbled. Maybe at the end of the show you might struggle. <laughs> yeah. We've guided him through some of the most popular games of all time, from early days exploring the dark world in Link's Awakening and the jump to 3D with Ocarina of Time. Link is a true journeyman. Of all the protagonists, protagonists, that time you slipped up, Chief. You got me worried, didn't you? It's maybe Link who has seen the most changes in appearance, from some humble 2D sprites to the cel-shaded and wonderfully animated Tomb Link. His look has always tried to move with the times, keeping him fresh for a new generation. Even with his last entry, Breath of the Wild Link ditched the legendary green tunic and trademark hat with art di- director Satoru Takizawa stating it was getting increasingly hard to make the hat look cool. As for Link's weapon set, he's never been far from the faithful Master Sword, Hylian Shield and Bow, but it's all those others from the various games that make you feel like a true adventurer. Shigeru Miyamoto said many years ago, Link was named as such because there is a link between the player and the game. We couldn't have wished for a better protagonist to take us on so many battles in the journey. Making use of the uh, books from the other side of your gaming collection that hold it up, the Hyrulean lore? Of course. Nice. Uh, yeah, I didn't know that. That's a fact I didn't know the about. The link thing? Yeah. Yeah. Link between the players. I like it. Um, do you know, I, was, I, was, I, I, lost, you I lost my call a little bit because yeah, I was laughing at the... Yeah, what at? Uh, Clam and Harkson and Mac. <laughs> that's classic. That's going up there with the Funko Pops. Oh, I think it has to. Um, what do you What do you think about the the redesigns he's seen over the years? I know when Toon like Toon Link came out and Wind Waker was seen, it was a bit like, oh my god, this is. Uh, well, it's a bit like the Price Verse, isn't it? There's all these different links and all these different alternate <laughs> yeah. universes. Maybe one day. Um, they'll do a game that joins them all up. Imagine if yeah. I know we had that. Cool, I think. We had that one on the 3DS, didn't we? Where you could go oh, side Warriors, on. Yeah, 
No, not Hyrule Warriors. The one where you went from like a 3D link and then you went on the wall and you painted oh, yeah. around and then yeah. the Link to the Past remake. Uh, link Between Worlds. Yeah. It's a, di- it's a different game but similar setting. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Wouldn't it be great if you could like take Link on a yeah, journey through all the different styles? So mm-hmm. the 80s 2D one. Yeah, yeah. That would be brutal. Uh, <laughs> and then the top-down this one and obviously into the SNES era and then yeah. into the N64 and beyond. And we actually had sections where you played as each different, maybe completing a small challenge in each one of the worlds. Yeah. To then unlock something to go through as a 3D version of that. The link I think that would be choice. fantastic, and it would definitely add to the Zelda lore of sort of you are in this endless battle, this between time good loop and evil. Of, of good and evil. Yeah. I think that'd be a great idea. I do like the Shigeru Miyamoto. My address is the bunker <laughs> number one, the bunker Farmerton. Uh, checks in the post I'm sure he's writing that right now Um, I think it was really good they ditched the hat in the new one well you can yeah but you can go buy a hat oh yeah you can dress him just like the the old Link if you want but the point is like the the default look which we're big fans of is no hat Hmm. I think it was a good design decision definitely who's uh, who we're hearing from next mate Got another one. This guy reached out to us, slid in the DMs, and said he's loving the show. But we've got a new listener. It's uh, the Gamer Blog. He says, I'll have to go with Cloud from Final Fantasy VII. I'm currently playing the classic Final Fantasy VII game right now and trying to beat it before the remake comes out. Smiling with teeth emoji. He's happy with that. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the family. Welcome. The the dot gamer dot blog and missed out the dots but you know probably don't need them next up here's a loyal fan of the show he's in the VIP he's in Glorious Bar Steward uh, the Chronicles of a Gamer sorry I took so long to respond but this was a great question and it made me really think this guy he does some good reviews on his page and uh, we implore everyone to go check him out I want to give you my top five and if you want more information I'll gladly DM you guys so I'll keep it brief here one Simon Belmont the w- went up against all the classic age monsters to defeat Dracula in the first two original Castlevanias two, Lara Croft just a great female character with tremendous skill and determination, I like both the original and rebooted version in the rebooted version I enjoyed her growth and character arc three, Nathan Drake if this isn't the coolest character in a franchise then I don't know who is Started out as a male version of Croft to me, but very much became his own character with real-life struggles. Four, Geralt. His mundane personality really stood out to me, especially since he's not supposed to care, but has a heart of gold. Five, Kratos. Went from badass god-killer to whining brat, an annoying character to a bad father, but learned a lot about himself and finally forgave himself. To me, one of the coolest character arcs. He's got a solid point there. Close on the list was Solid Snake, but after the third game... I lost interest with the franchise. Yeah, I think Metal Gear can get very... Solid comment from the Chronicles again. Yeah, great comments. I agree with the Metal Gear ones sometimes. I have persevered with it, but it's a strange old mix of story. He does like a a very complex, outlandish ideas. Oh, uh, Hideo Kojima. Next up's one of my picks. Go for it. Now... We're working on new machines, so pr- I probably type this with chopsticks about 400 yards away from the keyboard. So if I've made any typos, I'll probably read it out and it make a cod swallow. I'll proofread it for you, don't worry. Oh, you have? Oh, 100 and 
4% confident that you've missed a couple of errors. <laughs> Back before Shemu 3 left a bad taste in my mouth like a childhood sweet that had its ingredients changed, Shemu 1 was one of my favourite games of all time and probably still is. The journey through the small Japanese town of Dobuita, your journey coincides with Ryo's journey, not only to find his father's murderer, Landy, but also a journey of discovery about himself and vicariously you are brought along on this journey. Going from lovable newbie and wannabe fresh from your father's dojo, your skills grow along with your ambition. Corey Marshall's fresh voice added believability to the badly translated script that added charm and belief to the character. His wide-eyed enthusiasm only matched by yours as each corner turned up something new. As the character grew and his and your confidence grew too, your climactic actions saw you facing a hundred-man brawl. This was the icing on the cake, but it's his actions and interactions with the local townspeople that the charm set in and I fell in love with Rio. And he's back with that iconic jacket, possibly the best back in a third-person <laughs> adventure. Yeah, pretty stylish, that. What's your memories of Ryu? Yeah, he's quite likeable, isn't he? Hmm. He's, he's doing, he's trying to do what he perceives. He's a Paragon Plus character, much yeah. like yourself, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah. Trying to be a nice guy. Yeah, but not always. No. I think sometimes he's a bit... It, obviously, he is a teenager in that one, isn't he? I get the impression he is in his yeah. late teens, early 20s. And he still has a few... It's quite good to show some of those tendencies. Like, he does try his best, but he's like he's still out late and he's he's wrapped up in solely focusing on finding Landy. And I was, she would be. I was playing that game at the same age, roughly, as he was in the game. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. and I, I don't know what it is about the Dreamcast. Saw some parallels. Yeah, there was something nice there about it. And I think it was just the sweetness of the... Even though you see your father get murdered in the first five minutes, <laughs> it's a very sweet game. Yeah, it is really. Yeah, it's very gentle. It's very friendly. Fall yeah. into Yakuza. But, you know, mm. I wasn't allowed in. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, Ryo Zuki, I think... For 1999 as well, some of the depth of the characters that are in yeah. there, um, he really shone. And there wasn't much else around at the time that you really had that level of love poured into a character and then therefore that level of um, depth. A lot of games to that point, they're very cookie-cutter. Like, I'm an action guy, I'm yeah. big, I've got, I'm have got, i this and that, I'm holding a gun, I've got yeah. the muscles. This was a lot different to he's that. He's not even like anime either, is he? He's, he's, he's very much a... I mean, yeah, the the graphics aren't done in a really realistic way, but he's quite a real character. Yeah, he has very much. And yeah, he has a time schedule to stick to as he well, does, like, yeah. which affects many of us in life. It does. Um, but yeah, I definitely think he deserves to be up there. Okay. Good choice. Um, I'll take uh, the next l listener comment. Uh, C. Pliskin says Nathan Drake, another mention for him. I was thirteen when I got to try and eventually finish Uncharted three, and then two. Uh, t and then two years later I played through the rest of the trilogy Golden Abyss and 4 for me A Thief's End was the most emotional I ever felt to a fictional character before seeing Nate's journey as an improviser of bad decisions to someone who wanted to move on from his restless lifestyle made me engage with him and the rest of the main cast to the very end to the point that at 16 I had a phase of wearing small button t-shirts that resembled Nate's different coloured sweaters I think a little of his cocky nature rubbed off on me too uh, it truly felt like I was growing and learning alongside Nate for as flawed and as reckless as he could be. I may not have picked up the series in a while, but probably next to someone like Ryu, 
Nathan is probably my favourite video game protagonist for his likability and stories. I see Pliskin's uh, becoming a regular commenter on the show. If yeah. he keeps playing his cards right, he's going to be in the uh, VIP area, add, isn't, isn't he? Yeah, I think so. Always a very thought-out comment from him as well. Very yeah. high level of comment from yeah, C. Pliskin. Definitely. I think as well, he's a, he played 16 years old. He, he's, not a, he's not an older gentleman either. He's a young, no. young buck. Mm. Some of the older studs should start to get a little bit worried about C. Pliskin being on the scene. Yeah. He also mentions Golden Abyss, a game that not many people get to enjoy, but probably up there. It's a great game. Are you playing exclusive. His, when's it set within it's the set, main as far as I can work out line. before uh, the first Uncharted on PS3 ah, yeah okay. yes, it's, uh, I, I love 4 I must admit like you got me into the trilogy and 1 was a bit of a grind I'll admit 2 was good 3 was really good but 4 was just next level oh yeah I think if it had played him when they came out back in the day in order I'd have had the same feeling for the originals but um, yeah one's really. not aged that well I mean it got no. a boost when it Four came to PS4 adds so much more to him as a person as well with his backstory his brother and like where he grew up I, d I tell you what I don't want to sound controversial here but the brother out of nowhere had me being a bit oh, what yeah I suppose you, you don't know that much about him though so it's not I suppose not the no possibility no, you're right. Um, Thank you, C. Pliskin. And, and another one of your picks next. Who oh, got? my God. I'll tell you what, Tom. When you decided that we were going to do top five gaming protagonists... really hard pick, isn't it? I do five as well. I was struggling without going ten. Without going to the easy well. Yeah. Know. Yeah, we'd, we'd, we tried to not be too predictable. I mean, obviously, Link, for me, is quite predictable. But, yeah... I think you've we made a got good to your final pick yet, have we? Oh, no, yeah. <laughs> I think so everyone I've, uh, can guess what that I've would be. I picked Cole McGrath from Infamous 1, Sucker Punch in Sony 2009, appearing for the first time in Infamous, now retrospectively called Infamous 1. Cole McGrath's drawing inspiration from such comic heroes as Batman and DMZ. Sucker Punch, known prior to, infam uh, to Infamous for the Sly Cooper series. In Infamous, you are a courier that gets caught up in an explosion that causes our lead character to develop superpowers. The game allowed us to be a superhero or a supervillain. He, for me, is one of those characters that I grew to really like as the game unfolded, learning a little bit more about him as the game went along. Wondering how to react as the gameplay and the plot unfolded was what kept me hooked in. As you play through the game, spoilers here, so if you don't want any spoilers for a 4,000-year-old game, <laughs> you better turn and fast-forward 30 seconds now. Uh, the, you discover the big bad to be a guy named Kessler. As the game winds up, you face him in an end-boss battle. Now... When I played this the first time, I, it was late at night and I was falling asleep. And I was very. I pulled a hair panzer and I got very confused. But uh, it's at this point you find out Kessler is you from a future timeline. Oh. Uh, all that happened, all that had happened, was to prepare you for the dark future that was in store for you. Uh, I won't give away too much more, but that's a cra pretty crazy plot, as you can imagine. But as his abilities grow and unfold, you make decisions either good or bad. So there was Paragon in this. Uh, watching the character grow and change is what bonded me to the character his believable reaction to gaining superpowers and story around him was believable and well acted and voiced by Jason Cottle his dark brooding voice added weight and believability to the character further pulling you into this still great action adventure title I implore anyone who has the ability to play Infamous 1 to play yeah. it it's, it's a good game 
as in a gamey game you know it's yeah. got good con- the controls are absolutely sublime really are right. even for a PS3 game you're like wow it plays ask, well does this like whet your appetite for what they're going to bring with Ghost of Tsushima knowing what they were capable of back then Ooh. and how long they've had to make it's a totally this. different game though isn't it but yeah, yeah. The, the, but the quality the story as well like from memory it's been a while since I played but it unfolds in like a, a cartoon style as well mm-hmm. like a cartoon strip yeah. style in Infamous One and um, it's just so well done it really because I've I, pl- I had it originally I just picked up a copy for 50p but I went back and bought like a an even better version of it for 50p yeah. it had a comic book in it and some other bits and bobs and oh, I'm nice. glad I did because yeah. they put a lot of effort into this a lot of effort have you played the Sly Cooper games because he's a great protagonist as well no they're really they're PS2 that one yeah probably, PS2 yeah. and they got remastered for PS3 mm. it's the fashion these days isn't it yeah, it is uh, but yeah Sucker Punch are good mate they are good Sly Cooper 1, 2 and 3 are great games Infamous 1 and 2 are great games as well this Coleman Graph guy he's uh, he's our, he's our calibre so based on that Ghost of Tsushima should be an absolute belter good stuff mm. the hype train rolls on uh, next up we've got the well muscle. wait why don't we muscle. let him take us to the bridge and you do your p- last pick oh ok Makes sense, doesn't it? It does make sense, yeah. That's now, Daddy Zilla's he's in, he's in the Hardcore Elite, and lots of the Hardcore Elite commenting this week, but some new listeners as well. Yeah, good mix. Yes, and he's worked his absolute socks off to make sure he got in the feature this he week because he he's missed time. out, hasn't he, for a few weeks? Yeah, he has. Um, an honourable mention for me, Go before on. we do my last one, would be uh, Cal Kestis from Jedi Fallen Order. Wow. I thought he was a really well-written character. Just, yeah, That's I know we get a lot of young Jedi Padawan going, like sort of the journey of growing up. There's and two games on my list to pick up when Ponsabridge check finally comes home. Yeah, finally, finally for the for the floor sweepings that I get after okay. you've had the main chunk of that. Ancestors of Humankind or or Odyssey? Okay, because I, I promised. That came out. I yeah. promised, didn't I? And I'm yep. a man of my word. I think the listeners know that by now. Mm-hmm. Keep my word. And Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Good. I think that's a good choice. Both of those. Mm-hmm. Although I'm not sure if Ancestors got you a physical could, You could release. blitz through Jedi Fallen Order in a couple of weekends, I reckon, if you had enough time. Certainly. Okay. Um, my last pick, uh, probably easy guess by many. But it's Arthur Morgan from Red Dead Redemption. Most too. were probably thinking it was going to be some character from Overwatch. So you've dodged the well, actually, there, yeah, I did toy with that. But oh god, they need a bit more work on the law. They should come to me. Oh. Anyway, Arthur Morgan. You want to simmer down with the law, else <laughs> we'll be our four-hour show. We're going to be going with major spoilers here. If you've not finished Red Dead Two, just turn off for a minute or so. When you turn on Red Dead Redemption Two for the first time. You look at this new character in your control and your thoughts immediately turn to John Marston and the amazing journey and tragic ending you took him on. Uh, and you kind of wish you you want to play as him again. That's until roughly 60 hours later, you realise Arthur Morgan may be one of the greatest gaming protagonists of all time. Um, excellently voiced by the really talented Roger Clark, 
and with more layers than a wedding cake, Arthur's first appearance is, is cold and brutal, and quite a violent man, a proper enforcer in the Vandalin gang. To be feared, but respected. As we play deeper into the game, we realise there's so much more to him as a person. Um, his, his beliefs and the choices he does make him very, like, questionable. Mm. But as the game moves on, they do tend to... Obviously, the player's actions can change that a lot. Um, and if you try and play it as we kind of... We say we want to... How we would want to, how we want Arthur to go, it does become a, a very, very deep, likeable character. Definitely. Um, but... As we get around halfway through the game, Rockstar go and give us the old Ric Flair low blow Megaton bomb. Arthur's diagnosed with tuberculosis. Anyone who know a little history knew at that time and that moment in life that would be it for him, that his life would end in this game. As we watch him become weaker and more frail, the player just wishes for him to get better. The player's choices do affect a little of how Arthur's last days play out, but his redemption mainly comes in the form of a younger John Marston and his family, and now he sees it as his job to help them start a new life and escape from the one they have, even if it costs him his life in doing so. Arthur Morgan is really the epitome of a true outlaw, fighting for freedom against a rapidly changing country, obsessed with greed and ever-progressing technology. To me, this character made me look at that time in history as well and question if it, the Industrial Revolution and modernization of America also killed the American spirit. Tom, I think whenever you shuffle off this mortal coil, I shall pay Steve the Stonemason <laughs> <laughs> to chisel that onto your gravestone. That's beautiful. He was a beautiful man. He was. He will be missed. That's honestly how I think of him. It's like, wow, he's the closest I've got with a game character thing. I wish he was. Wish he was real. I, there were times when the the sun shone through his ears, and you could see the veins in his ears, and he kind of looked yeah. at the camera, and you looked at him, and he kind of looked. You know, you had the camera round forward, and he looked through to you. Good, good one to end on. I, little bit predictable maybe but I'll give you I'll give you a moment here I think he looked at you and he had that glint in his eye and there were times where I was like I feel like I know this dude yeah absolutely and the way he's looking out of the screen at me now I feel like he's real yeah and like I said to you in the early weeks of the show I started playing through Red Dead 2 with my dad yeah and I feel a bit bad that that got derailed, really, because I think he really fell in love with the character of well, Arthur as well. Well, he went spoiled the city, didn't he? He went spoiled the city, and I was himself. like, well, there's not much point, you know, very much uh, a man of our family, or yeah. your side of the family, yeah. or whatever you're going to do, because <laughs> you can't keep your nose out of spoilers either. He went and spoiled it for himself, but I think he fell in love with the character of Arthur as well, and I don't blame him, because last time he looked in on me on a video game, it was all a little bit Dreamcast, and he yeah. looks in there, and there's this guy staring back at him, and my dad loves a Western. Yeah. And he won't watch sci-fi or any of that. He wants real stuff. So he likes Western. So for this to be going on 
and this character to evolve in front of him much like you know he's only recently got Netflix so him and uh, Mumsy yeah mm, bit of a 4-4 break there but we'll go with it yeah uh, have started binging these box sets up until then he'd never really binge watched any sort of entertainment yeah so when he he poured himself into Red Dead he got he got so much out of it the story yeah, I know it's sometimes nice. in the game itself it can be a little bit fetch quest like go here do that and mm. we need to set this up for this to happen and you think oh this is how it's going to play out then none of that ever happens and you move on to a different mm. story much like life I suppose yeah uh, but yeah Arthur Morgan he, I think that po the, the point that stick that made me think of those comments at the end was where I'll always remember the scene where you ride I think come across St. Denis for the first time mm. you can go there before but in a cutscene and Dutch and Arthur just kind of look at this black smoggy mucky dirty city yeah and they're like that's what's coming and we're we're no longer wanted you feel for them because their way of life does seem it's probably glamorised a lot in the game but yeah it just seems so much better well I think that uh, and simpler you needed men like that tough men like that to conquer a new country frontier. a yeah. new frontier yeah yeah but Absolutely. once it was all Done. conquered and the roads yeah. were paved and everyone had gas lights and coal fires yeah, people like that weren't welcome, and I think that was yeah, quite eloquently. Absolutely. That point betrayed really was betrayed well. and eloquently put in that show. Absolutely. On that rather emotional note, mm. I'd, <laughs> I was going to bring in a new catch, but I'm not going to do that. You're rattling them out too many. This <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, Daddy Zilla he says, "Great. He's going to send us to the bridge, as we say, yeah. Tom, the muscle of the show in the Inglorious Bar Stewards. Uh, him and his family all gather around the." Uh, internet on a weekly basis to listen to the activities of the show so welcome to all the Zillas Mommy, Cara, get well soon I think you're well on the men now and uh, Devin Zilly, you've been a very good brother uh, been a very brave boy supporting the family Daddy Zilla's sending us to the bridge he says great topic guys I really don't know how you do it it's a tough decision but here, here we go Earthworm Jim, he's one for the left field. This is great. Earthworm Jim has to be one of the greatest video game protagonists of all time. Come on, a normal Earthworm gets a robotic super suit that makes him human. <laughs> he battles it uh, human-like. He battles evil to save the world, and his love interest, Princess What's Her Name, with his chum <laughs> Peter Puppy, way back in 1994 is when it all started. I'll watch out for the flying crows. Jim went on to star in uh, Cows. My bad. Daddy Zilla, don't break me like a twig and floss <laughs> with me. Uh, Jim went on to star in four games, five if you count the special edition, Earthworm Jim, Earthworm Jim 2, Earthworm Jim 3D, and Earthworm Jim Menace to the Galaxy. Is appeared on the Sega Genesis, Strip Mega Drive, Super Nintendo, Sega CD, Game Boy, Game Boy Advance, Sega Master System, Game Gear, Sega Saturn, PlayStation, Nintendo 64, and the Game Boy Color. If you've never played an Earthworm Jim game, shame on you. What's not fun about using your head to swing around, flying a rocket, beating up on bad guys, just don't make Peter Puppy angry. Much like Daddy Zilla, you won't like him when he's angry. <laughs> I ad-libbed that last lap bit. Uh, Very good comment. A great comment. Thank you to all the listeners, new and old, for chiming in. Um, it's now time where we limp to the section of the show we call listener stingray 
I've left on my uh, phone all the way through, so no doubt it's going to be full of interference, Tom. <laughs> Hokey cokey, as always from me. Now, if my agent will be on the phone again, <clears throat> oh, I can't afford for him to come on and nudge my wages down any further. Or else okay. I'll be uh, I'll be working for water. Well, how do the listeners get in contact, Tom? And how do they follow what we're about to talk them through? You go onto Instagram, you type in the search engine, hashtag Stingray's Boot, but you must click on recent because they're going to be the most recent pickups. And then uh, take a browse through with us. Wait. Hold the line caller. Yeah. <clears throat> Listener Stingray, when the big man makes a house call, you'd better be ready. These guys got in touch to show us their pickups from Stingray's Boot. You can too. Just hashtag Stingray's Boot on Instagram or Twitter or email us questions at unofficialcontrollerpodcast.com. Some of the younger listeners have to email us their pickups, Tom, because they haven't got social media. Good. It's a good thing. We're a PG podcast. There's no swears. A little bit edgy at times. Mm. Only Simpsons like Mumsy and Dadsies. So you can listen to us in the car as you journey to and from school pickups. Who's first in the boot? Uh, Comic Pictures 79, showing us some of his fancy artwork. Uh, that Godzilla with the Japanese-style waves. Ooh, that's very good. I guess I'll have to cross his palm with silver to uh, get a little bit of that action, but yeah. I can see that on a print on my wall in my study. Yeah, that'd be great. In the bunker. Have you seen uh, King of Monsters yet? The, new, the latest Godzilla film? No really good Ooh, that was a PS2 game as well more than likely Slow and Midna what's he got here Xenoblades Chronicles X oh, given the Switch a bit of a test recently and having played uh, having a play of unfinished games on the Wii U I have the standard edition of Xenoblade Chronicles a few years decided to pick up the limited edition with an Amazon gift card for my work for my birthday that's cool doesn't it yeah I, I never I could never get into the Xenoblade series um they look great but I just never could gel with it um, next up Sega Junkie's got himself Garfield caught in the act on the Mega Drive I love Gar. I think Daddy Zilla's recently picked this up I love Garfield he's a he's a much unloved character from the 80s and 90s he's voiced by Fraser or am I imagining that wasn't Car- uh, the guy who did um, Fraser Kelsey I thought he was voiced by yeah, Peter Murray Peter Murray. <laughs> you mean the guy? You mean the guy who played Ben Bankman in I the Ghost Car- Bill Murray. Cartoon. Yeah, obviously I got a little bit carried away. Yeah, I thought he voiced him in that cartoon, and I thought that I was because he made a he, he did a sound over for it, and he made a mistake because I can't remember who the director was, but it sounded similar to another director that was well renowned, and he said, "Oh, if it's him, I want to work with him." Is it Ridley Scott? Wrigley. Wrigley Scott, probably. Wrigley. And he rocked up to do the voiceover for this CGI cartoon. He was like, what? Just go check it out. A little factorzoid for you. Game Racer. He's uh, gone against convention. It's not a racing game this week. He's picked up Fighting Vipers for the sake yeah. of Saturn. He's done a pickups video if you want to go dive deep on what he's been grabbing on his YouTube channel. Barbary Games. The longest, some. most loyalist, most servious fan of the show. Uh, picked up uh, some PlayStation 2 games got Haven Call of the Ring I keep meaning to get that you know it had different box art in the UK have you ever had that game? no I don't think I've owned any of those I don't want to be controversial but I think you had that (laughs) 
more than likely. <laughs> um, we can't, uh, Retro Collector Ray got oh, some great titles here, love. Yeah, but guess where he got them from? Gotham Games? Yeah. Good lad. Yeah. Inspired by the show. Inspires art. Right art. Inspires life. Inspires art. He's picked up... Super Re- quick turnaround. Delivered and ready for playing. I love independent gaming stores. Um, it, they What's not up, to love? Well, yeah. They picked up Star Wars Rebel Strike Rogue Squadron 3 and the excellent with Ricky Hatton on the front Fight Night Round 2. Yeah, but zoom in in the top right-hand corner of that Fight Night on GameCube. See and what it comes with. You get Super Punch Out as well. You get Super Punch Out. That's really That's good, part actually, of the deal. Yeah. I did have... I had that as well. I had that Fight Night on Cube. Um, Harvey Retro's in town. Uh, yeah, he's got the Robocop He's got a VHS of Robocop. He's got a he DVD has. of Robocop. And he's been and got the Arrow DVD. Now, I want that. HMV, to justify themselves, are doing these, selling these special editions now. It's probably just box art, but it looks yeah. super cool. Mm-hmm. I think it comes with some other packing bits and bobs as well. So, Robocop scared the living bejesus out of me as a kid. And I got so terrified of it, I couldn't sleep for a week. And then to conquer my fears as a teenager... I decided I was going to watch the wheels off it. And now <laughs> I know every line of dialogue almost. So scary as that is. Daddy Zilla 80 up next, the big man. He's got himself Star Fox Zero. Oh, tell me uh, about that. Because I never had that. I'd already kicked the Wii U to the curb by the time that uh, yeah, honky chonk came out. It, hmm, it's would, a brilliant Star Fox game, but it's given these horrible controls that I remember Miyamoto demonstrating. And he was like, he had the tablet and you could like, it, it was just weird you could aim aim with a tablet but the plane was flying on the TV screen like the ship oh. and it just didn't make you feel like I just I just used to bin off the tablet bit because I think you could or you could just look at the plane on the screen and just ignore the shooting on it's an tablet. R-wing isn't it is it R-wing or A-wing one of those yeah a, a good game but terrible controls what does that come with though zoom in Star Fox Guard. Yeah, it was like um, a bit like a tower defense thing from what I remember. I didn't okay. really go near it. Um, you wanted nothing to do no, with it. No, it's a shame. You do get used to the controls and they do work, but it's just, again, in just implementing something like gimmicky. Mm, and it has been a bit like that sometimes. Shouldn't slate the legend, but... Not everyone can be perfect all the no, time. No, exactly. OG Gamer's got a burgeoning collection there. He's got some awesome games on his uh, shelf. But he's yeah. picked up Battleborn on the PS4. From the creators of Borderlands. Yeah, wasn't this some sort of... I uh, thought Battleborn was... Didn't this start off as... Uh, what's that game that we've always quite liked? Um, the World War Two one. Brothers in Arms. Oh, was it? It was going to be an online version of that, I thought, and then everyone sort of kicked off and they changed its name to Battleborn. Ah, is that what they did? Ah, something like that. Something in my mind says there. On the theme of uh, Dreams this week, Tom, OG Gamer's also got his Little Big Planet 1 and 2, and we talked about Little Big Big Planet Karting last week as well, so he's he's been inspired. Uh, Welsh Game Hunter, Evac, Lifeboat Evacuation. Um, That's the Alien Isolation Steelbook. Oh, is it? Yes. Ah, and thank you, Welsh Game Hunter, looking. because currently now I need that. I need yeah. that. One th- quick thing. you, you right, I know it was a double readout, but OG Gamer 550's got the awesome Rise and, or War of and Fall of Cybertron games on PS3. Have you played those? No. You always ask me. Oh, I thought you had played them. No. Sorry. They are no. great games. 
Place Davy up next. He's got uh, Charity Shop pickups, Monopoly, uh, Star Wars Monopoly, Top Trumps with Lord of the Rings, and a selection of PS2 games. He only paid £3 for that Star Wars. Uh, Bo up next. He's rocking one of our T-shirts, The Man Who Finishes Games, available to everyone. Just uh, go where, see where would you get that if you wanted some unofficial controller merch? You best tell me, because you're the merch man. Okay, where am I? <laughs> well, you can... I think one of the quickest ways would be to hit up Comic Picture 79 on Instagram, or go flap yourself over to Etsy, Comic Pictures No Space, scroll through the unofficial controller merch, the man who finishes games. T-shirt is there. You can also get any of the artwork that Adam the Artist has done of the village the law that we build and he can't keep up Adam the artist he's got people going through his uh, studio like a dose of salt <laughs> doing a quick doodle kicking them in the backside doing the next one um, uh, super retro gaming next he's got super smash TV on the SNES uh, boxed edition with manual as well good game that is yeah, nice. yeah. Uh, press start gaming We've had some new booters this week as well. <laughs> who we implore to come into Got the uh, main part of the show. Morrowind, one of your favourites. Best ever Elder Scrolls game. It's all downhill from there. <laughs> uh, got that Simpsons game. He's got the, the double box Tomb Raider. He's got the double big box uh, Tomb Raider, uh, PAL Tomb Raider on PS1. He's got Road Avenger, the mega CD game. Yes. He's here. Sharaban. Sharaban? Sharaban. Uh, got some some uh, NES controllers. Well, yeah, has all sorts of different yeah, tap well, there. Famicom and NES. He's French. He yeah. don't know what we're talking Oscar about. Oscar got himself he some pumpo fongs. Hang on a minute. Thank you, Sharaban, for your loyal booter. Yeah, Oscar's got himself some pumpo fongs. Oscar's in the must be in the VIP. I think he, he is, is in the VIP is, area. Yeah, yeah, Oscar, welcome to the team. Zena. A lot of that are Violet from The Incredibles. He's got some good stuff in there. Yeah. What's that bottom one? Thor Ragnarok, Heimdall. He's got a Mass Effect pump I funk. That's stuck, in it? Mm. <laughs> Retro bits. Mass Effect Andromeda. Retro bits next. That's a nice photo. I like the way he's arranged that. Looks pretty slick. Alicia Dragoon. From memory, yeah. that was a shooting game. Uh, yeah. Like a. Is there anything to do with Panzer Dragoon? No. I think okay. I think you were like a. You, we were on a dragon. Maybe it is. I confess, I don't know. I think I've had it at some point in time. Yeah. Basically, sh I think if memory serves, it's like a sh shoot 'em up. Yeah. Shmup. Okay. Trident Edge. Bonjour. Raid Raiden Project on um, PlayStation. Not sure what that is. Danny plays. That's another shmup. Danny plays. Danny plays as uh, in the VIP area. Got Windows ninety eight. That's a good pickup. Yeah. And a DS. Mm -hmm. You're not going to guess how much money she paid for all that tat though. Nine pound everything. Danny plays mm -hmm. makes everyone else in the boot. That time shift games look interesting. Fear's pretty good as well. I never played Fear. Yeah. And I don't good. remember playing Time Shift. I've not played. Probably that, one of those pause time mechanic games. I'd guess. Yeah, could be. That's that uh, though. Look, nine pound for a DS. Yeah, and all that other stuff chucked in as well. Radbash Gaming got a very cool Raphael mug. 
um, Joker artwork, Wonderful Life, Tombstone, one of my favourites. So VHS is yeah. as well. That uh, Raphael Moore. And the Brothers Steel Box, which I got when I was a young, well, when I was probably a teenager. I've still got Love one. That. Yeah, got the Pacific one as well. I picked up the Blu-ray Band of Brothers, same similar box. Yeah, four quid charity shop. Why didn't you put it in the boot? This was before the boot. Hmm. I'm afraid. <laughs> Retro collector Ray before boot. Who we do? Oh, beam. There's someone who loves the boot. He's even come up with a time before the boot. Uh, ret- him, retro him, collector Ray. Yeah, okay, read Ray out again. He's got a, he's got the uh, turtles Konami. Uh, is it Tiger? Yeah, that's turning the wheel. But look at it though. Is that you had that? They're bringing those back out according to Daddy Zilla again. Aren't that's they? true. Yeah. You had that, that little handheld, mm. that LCD turtles game. I'd love one of those yes, just for the artwork that. on the front of it alone. Where's yeah, that, that now? Artwork is cool. Where's that now? The first, I, I remember the first time I ever came across Turtles was my, my dad would have the newspaper and I started noticing the little comic strips in the back. How can you say that's a full turn of the wheel? Some absolute belters left in there. This, that is the turn of the wheel. You're just doing double no readouts. double readouts. Not happening. Sorry, listeners. Sorry. They can scroll on. They can scroll on. He's not a nice man, is he? I'm not. He's the heel of the show. He's the bad guy. Triple H. That's all the dips. Jack. It's all the dips in the boot for our listeners. Don't forget to hashtag Stingray's boot or email us for your pickups to be read out. Top gaming protagonists. So therefore, what has Stingray been doing this week, Tom? Ooh. Tell you what he's been doing. Sit down. Let me get in the driving seat for a moment. Knowing that... You been making shoddy Oscars. No, come on, slow down, think about it, slow down, chew your food. This is the very last of the script, okay? Right? He's been getting some Funko pomps of all the top five game protagonists. (laughs) He's got a boot full of Arthur. More gains. More gains. <laughs> yes. More gains. <laughs> it's like weight lifted version, roided up version. Yeah. Arthur that's what it is. Uh, you ever notice all 90s action figures? I was having this conversation with my brother. They're all like roided up to the max. Gotta be. Even the like Star Wars re release. Yeah, yeah my brother's got a lot of those from the 90s of the Star Wars. Like Luke is just like this absolute like Arnie. You went seen Lando. <laughs> <laughs> you went seen Lando. I always get Lando mixed up with the guy, uh, Carl Weathers, who plays, um, what's his name? I think it's Dylan in, or something in Predator. You know, based the one on the arm shake. Based on the action figure, it's not that, difficult. Yeah, it's not. And then it? you see Billy D. Williams in real life. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> For the audio podcast, that was me being very small and slim. Um, it's time. He's making, I don't know, that he... Spring stop. Does that happen before or after the preamble? It's been a while, hasn't it? We weren't in the we weren't in the bunker last week. No. It's time for a peek in what we affectionately call Stingray's boot. What's nestled between some counterfeit nappies and a dodgy copy of Battlefriend all this week? These are the new release highlights for the week, February seventeenth to February twenty third, twenty twenty. Listeners, these are out on digital, physical, or will be by the time this podcast in your feed, but could be region dependent. 
He's torn up the drive. He's tearing up the drive. He's come to a stop. Boot pop. Shake, wattle and wall. <laughs> you love that. That's why I say it. <laughs> he stood out the back. He's got a Lambert hanging. I don't like the look of these Arthur Moore games. These Funko pumps aren't looking as legit as I hoped they would Fire be. Fire damaged as well. Fire damaged a lot of it. Rain damaged <laughs> and sun damaged. They're just plain white boxes <laughs> and he's scribbled on with Sharpie. <laughs> or oh, he doesn't use Sharpies, he used Farpies. He's written on there, Arthur Moore game. RDR2. First game out the boot. Corruption 2029. Uh, on the PC, February 17th. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like you're doing a market stall at Farmerton Market. Now that's been repaved after the aeroplane crash. We didn't want to do it, but we've gone so law-heavy, I feel like I'm um, balls deep in Emmerdale. Oh, yeah. Set in a dystopian America in a non-so-distant future, Corruption 2029 is a new tactical strategy game from the bearded ladies, creators of Mutant Year Zero Road to Eden. They've cranked the games out, haven't they? <laughs> yeah. I remember reading that in their Almost boot. as good as... Have we been going this long that I know yeah. that sequels have come out in the boot? Scary. If it's a THQ game, it surely must be. Uh, next, we've got Makoko on the PC, February 17th. Nostalgic arcade gameplay remastered. Capture areas and save the girls from various troublemakers comes along with 24 unique bosses and their absurd stories slow Insp inspired from games like volfide quicks and gals panic slow down slow down if you rush this your egg won't be done perfectly will it it won't be done perfectly next up drone champions league the have you picked a mummy mummy uh, i've picked a mummy mummy yes okay I have. okay well, if I take the next two, that would include my mummy mummy. Okay. Drone Champions League, the game. PC, PS4, and Xbox One, February 18th. Drone Champions League, the game. Um, this is the one where I, I earn my sponsorship on. So just so you know, it's Drone Drone Championships League. Uh, it's a game that's coming out on PC, PS4, and Xbox One, February, February 18th. Drone Championships League, the game, is the official video game of Drone Champions League. Their leading series for professional drone flying teams. Contenders in the highest mode can prove their flying skills to qualify for the Drone Champions League selection, draft, and compete in the real-life racing series. That's a bit clever, isn't it? So if you get Drone Champions League and you're good enough, you might even get to compete in the real-life racing series. Really? Of Drone Champions League. I think you've said that enough times now. What we've got next? Dude. Someone needs to pay for all that gel you need. <laughs> Kingdom Hearts HD 1.5 plus 2.5 Remix on Xbox One, February 18th. Kingdom Hearts HD 2.8 Final Chapter Prologue, Xbox One, Chapter 18th. They've waited long enough. Xbox One owners can experience the breadth of the Kingdom Hearts series with the release of Kingdom Hearts 1.5 and 2.5 Remix and Kingdom Hearts HD 2.8 Final Chapter Prologue for the platform today. Well, a few days ago. The two collections which are available digitally pack in nine HD remastered adventures for Xbox One. Do you need to have played all of those like remixes and the 2.5s and stuff to get the general gist? Or can you play 1, 2, 3? Oh, I think you can just play the 1, 2 and 3. Yeah. Yeah, although, you know, if you want to play them on anything more modern than a PS2, you're going to have to be playing 1.5. 
once again. Sorry, mate. The show's gone a little bit too long and you're playing footsie with me. <laughs> this is not the first um, time this has happened. Not. 3000th Duel on the Switch is next, February 19th. A hero with no memory with this mysterious mask covering his face is thrown out into his land of unknown, reaching to an end of his journey. He discovers a truth that is hard to swallow, something terrifying about his true identity. His dad's Pete the Plumber. <laughs> Explore a huge world with organically connected bio... Biomass? Biomes. Biomes. That's a little bit like... Uh, your favourite genre of game. It is. Of more than 300 terrifying monsters, multi-platform action awaits you. I'll take the next one because that's my pick. That's your mummy mummy, is it? Yeah. Have you, have you pre-selected a VHS to take home from the big man himself? Oh, um, I haven't. I'll have to have a think. I'll take one Okay. Do you want me to do my VHS pick since yeah. I've done my mummy mummy, which was Kingdom yeah. Hearts? Before I launch into my VHS pick, should we just let the new listeners know that the Mummy Mummy is our game that we're taking home out of the boot? It's the one that you pulled on the apron strings for and said, Mummy Mummy, I need this game. Yeah. But we also take a VHS because that's what Stingray used to do in our village growing up. It is. Mine is Treasure Island in Space. I was talking to Harvey Retro about it earlier. Seeing as the boot's here, I'll take it. It's a, an Italian-made show that got sort of dubbed over in English. Got it from, uh, didn't get it from Stingray. I got it from Village Video. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, oh yeah. That's a local video shop that's no longer, I think now it's a nail salon. <laughs> Just for all the keen wanting to knows. Yeah. And it's uh, Ernest Borgian, you know the co-pilot in Airwolf? Not very well, but. He's him. He's, uh, he's the lead character. Mm. I'm having that. What are you having? Devil May Cry 3 Special Edition uh, that's out on the Switch on February 20th set before the events of the original Devil May Cry this action classic sees Dante facing off against his twin brother Virgil who has designs on unlocking a gate to the demonic realm to which Dante himself holds the key featuring selectable combat styles such as Swordmaster and Gunslinger Devil May Cry 3 brings an extra level of strategy to the series renowned stylish gameplay this edition includes all the special edition content, including the ability to play as Virgil, and even includes extra bonus features exclusive to the Switch, which also is a uh, the Bloody Palace mode. Oh yeah. Which is like basically like floor after floor of baddies. You can now do co-op as Dante and Virgil. That's quite cool. Yeah, isn't I think it? that's good. It's quite hard, so it's good. Okay, to well I'll uh, I'll razzle through the next two. Puyo yep. Puyo two for the Switch. Now these are both from the Sega Ages pack. Yeah, uh, which we've seen numerous releases of in the boot, haven't we? Over the keep years, keep churning them out, Sega. Keep uh, February twelfth, go to the well because you ain't got nothing left <laughs> apart from Yakuza. February twentieth, the sequel to the original Puyo Puyo returns in Sega Ages for Nintendo Switch. Stack and chain your Puyo combos to negate the garbage Puyo sent by your opponent. Swap between single Puyo Puyo, double Puyo Puyo, and endless Puyo Puyo game modes <laughs> for more Puyo fun. I think they're also sponsoring me for getting you some more gel. Sonic the Hedgehog 2, Switch, February 20th. That's also out on the same day. It's also part of the Sega Ages pack. Hailed as one of the most successful Genesis games. Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Hmm. Shame on you if you don't know what Hailed that game is. Hailed as the most successful Sonic game. Sonic the Hedgehog 2 garnered critical acclaim. It's about to sell even more gangbuster numbers on the Switch. Critical acclaim after its 1992 release. Follow Sonic and Tails in his debut as they team up against Dr. Eggman in order to save the Chaos Emeralds. 
the Charles Emeralds from the Clutches of Evil. Sonic the Hedgehog 2 introduced a competitive two-player mode that will be available once more, along with newly added features such as Drop Dash, Rankings, Time Trial and Knuckles. Seeing as we're going in Stingray's boot and he was a man who could get anything back in the day, mm. I'm going for the Sonic the Hedgehog movie on VHS. The new one. That's the sort of thing he'd be peddling. It is. Isn't definitely. it? Dodgy cam copy. Yep. Mumsy, mumsy, mumsy. I want it. She's like, are you sure I could take you down Kinema in the woods for this? And you're like, nah, I want it, nah. You know me so well. Ch Chinese subtitles come up halfway through. I had a, a video copy of Phantom of the Menace as well. Phantom like, of the Phantom Menace. Phantom of the Menace. <laughs> it was that dodgy. <laughs> Stingray did the intro credits for it as well. No, it was legit. I got it legit from. Uh, Do you think he got like um, Wayne Ray on his hands and <laughs> knees, and he put like a blackboard with the words on, and he just crawled forward while Ray recorded it? More than likely. That's how Lucas did it. Under the night, under the night in birth, XE. I see why you skipped this one. Late, CLR, open bracket, close brackets. Available on the PS4 Switch, February twentieth. Rule the night. Control a deeper, darker fighting experience than ever before. Battle with twenty-one unique characters, including all the Londraker from his original moves, story, stage, and music. Master devastating new combos, dazzling special attacks, and online arcade story and training modes. Command combatants, I nearly struggled there. Command combatants with different brawling techniques showcasing over 12,000 stunning frames of animation. Perfect your style with nearly a thousand character balance adjustments. Up next, Seal Fledge, PC Switch, February 21st. In the future, there is still hope for humanity. Take a young girl under your wing, raise her to adulthood in Seal Fledge, a daughter raising simulator, an enchanting new simulator featuring compelling management, gameplay, and a lovable cast of characters those quite, quite that, a few this week yes crikey the boots full again those that have used their pro plus stuck with us through the boredom levels they've climbed mount Sulalea <laughs> in on planet vulcan it's one for the finster gamer and the lord jimmy green they've climbed mount Sulalea. they're here top the precipice they've had the patience tom what are you hoping to play I think I'm going to try and add some more uh, of people's creations on Dreams. Hmm. Uh, the usual medley of Call of Duty, Apex and Overwatch. Hmm. Um, I can't think of anything else. Maybe do a few more Colossi, Shadow of Colossus. What did you call them last time? No, I, I'd writ... I, I, I said it as... I'd writ Colossi. Colossi. <laughs> no, I just writ Colossi. Shadow of Colossi. That was a plural. I'll Colossi. take it. If you hadn't raised it, I'd have took it. Uh, is that the plural for Colossi? 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 Colossi is the Colossi. plural of um, Colossus. What am I going to do? Mm, threatened I was going to dig deep and have a go on that uh, Devil May Cry on PS2. Dust it off, slap it in, throw it around. Where have I got an HD remaster? You could play 5 without even worrying about anything. I don't have 5. Okay. You're spending money I ain't got again, aren't you? Mm. <laughs> dig that out I'm going to finish Resistance Fall Man I've got a bit of time this weekend so I'll just get it blitzed I'm just going to pistol whip through you it you finish like. games nowadays John Wayne boom do you know yeah. what I finish games but I don't own the t-shirt that makes me a bad man doesn't it it does so as we're soon both as bad men really we should get one ordered as each. soon as Ponsor you're not allowed one I'm not. No. I have finished some games recently. Oh, I, I, I have finished I, the game. I, I have finished a few games back in the day, boy. 
Oh, I like that. That was good. Boy. <laughs> Boy. Uh, anything else? Seen your name on our ledger. Seen your name on our ledger. That's just all I take from that first trailer. I was like, what is this guy? What is he, like a bounty hunter? Oh, we're back in RDR, yeah. are we? We better not. It's a rabbit hole. We'll never come out of. Anything uh, else you're looking to play? No, mate, I think that's about no it. No one's done Arthur Morgan on Dreams yet, then. Yes, they have. He was one of the first <laughs> characters that came up. I was like, there he is. <laughs> Did he look any good? Mm, uh, oh, you tell me Dreams is Mediocre. Great. Oh, dear, that's a shame, <laughs> isn't it? Isn't that a shame? A little bit mediocre, yeah. So the sun doesn't shine through his ear holes and shows the veins, no, does it? the sun looks like it's shining through his head. It looks like Superman's just raiding from the back with his eyes. <laughs> <laughs> you see, out of uh, all the hype you were giving me for that game, you didn't send me Arthur Morgan, did you? <laughs> no, you I thought the Ewok. Yeah, but those sound effects they'd made for the yum, Ewok. Yum. <laughs> yum, yum. <laughs> you know what we... Dookin, dookin, dookin. We're rambling. Is we that are, it? That's it. What are you hoping to play? Yeah, I've asked you. Oh, uh, you've asked me. I've Time. answered. Resistance. Time to ring the bell. Tap out. I don't know how we've done it, but we've put together another slogathon. It was like the Royal Rumble on a pay-per-view, Tom. Going down like Deontay Wilder in the first this weekend. Okay. It's time for the end of the show. Boxing references are lost on me unless it's in fight night round three. <laughs> That's all we have time for this week, listeners. As always, thank you for your time, and we look forward to the pleasure of speaking to you again next week. Until then, happy gaming. And remember, there's nothing wrong with being given the unofficial controller. It's what you do with it that counts. See you, Tom. See you, mate.